0: This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia on February the 4th, 2024. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au The Gospel according to Mark, Chapter 1 Glory to you they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door and he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, everyone is searching for you. He answered, let us go on to the neighboring towns so that I may proclaim the message there also. For that is what I came to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons." This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Loving God, thank you for sending your Son into the world to proclaim good news, freedom for the captives, and to free us indeed to serve as you serve the world. Open our hearts then to receive all you have for us, so that we may be your people, amen. So encouraging to see um, our young people here today. Thank you for those who were able to come up the front and and bring your backpacks in um, this new year, big years for you. One of those people starting out on the journey through the education system, almost still seems to me starting out through life is our uh, granddaughter, and you will be surprised that I'm mentioning her, but... um, (laughs) Evie is starting at preschool this year. Three-year-old kinder, whatever we call it. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'll, I'll have to catch up on all the terminology. I've been wondering what she needs. You know, it's a long journey through, you know, even to get through this primary school thing, to get to the next place. And then, you know, they say uh, you're on a lifelong journey of learning, uh, so much we hear these days. What do, you, what does one need in their, in their backpack? for that long walk in life and forgive me if uh, for repeating myself and as i as i often do but one of my favorite reads speaks of a long walk a long walk um, one of my favorite reads is called long walk to freedom it's nelson mandela's story his autobiography long walk to freedom do you know mandela and his story a little bit some people some older people um, I shouldn't say you're older, but, but perhaps because it's, it's now some time since Mandela, Mandela is, is not alive anymore, um, you may not be aware, but it's a, it's a book that I can thoroughly recommend to you if you don't know him and his story. Briefly, he, he became the first president of South Africa following the dismantling of apartheid, and for the young people who may not be aware of that, that was a system of segregation based on race, in South Africa that was uh, uh, in place for a long time. In South Africa, 30 years ago in 1994, um, Nelson Mandela became the president after that system was was broken down. In his life, he did all that he could to dismantle apartheid. It sounds crazy that such a a system could be in place to, to me. Mandela and so many people paid a price though for the journey to get to that point. As an anti-apartheid opponent for a long time, um, before it was finally changed, Mandela spent a long time in jail. It was for the fact that he and others took up arms in this struggle against the system. It, was a, it must have been, a, I'm certainly not a proponent of violence, don't, get, don't hear that from me at all, but I can't imagine what it was like to live in that country in those times. Mandela spent 27 years of his life in a notorious um, prison on Robben Island. Has anyone been to Robben Island? You can visit there. Some people have, you'll know it better than I. Which was a maximum security uh, prison. Or as Mandela put it, my 10,000 days in prison. My 10,000 days in prison. 27 years is as long, pretty much, uh, Pastor Greg, that you and I have been in the ministry as it turns out. Mandela, and I remember this, it's one of those times in my life that I remember where I was when this happened. Mandela was released almost 30 years, 34 years ago to the day on the 11th of February, 1990. As I say, he became the first democratically elected president of the new and free, if I can use those words, South Africa, four years later at the age of 76. Don't let age be a barrier to anyone. Nelson Mandela's walk, I think, was indeed a long walk to freedom. The title of that autobiography, I think, is most apt. Today with you, I'd like to explore with you what freedom is. What does it mean to be free and make the journey through life that we make? For Mandela, the fight to overcome apartheid would still lie ahead, so he says, when he left his prison cell. He had been deprived of 27 years and had every right, perhaps, to be very bitter, I think. But he and others with him, like Archbishop Desmond Tutu, uh, served their country after uh, uh, his freedom from jail with an, in a, with an amazing wisdom and fairness, it seems to me, in setting up what they is, was known as a Truth and Reconciliation Commission, rather than a truth and justice commission. Mandela, if I, and let me try and unpack that very briefly, Mandela brought about a new beginning, and as he says in his autobiography, as I walked out the door forward uh, toward the gate that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be in prison. Did you hear that? I think it's worth letting it sink in. If I didn't leave that bitterness and hatred behind, I would still be in prison. He goes on to say, you will achieve more in this world through acts of mercy than you will through retribution. Forgiveness liberates the soul. It removes fear. And as God tells us in 1 John, you know, uh, Forgiveness sits in the same boat as love and true love drives out all fear. I reckon as I make my journey through life, I need a good old dose of that in my backpack. I'm not quite sure how I, how I um, show that but maybe it's through my living. What does it mean to you to be free? What does it mean to be truly free? Well, what would you say? How would you respond? Are you truly free? I mean, not so long ago, we cried out for freedom from COVID restrictions, didn't we? Maybe we yearn to be free from debt and financial burden and in these times of um, you know, financial struggle, maybe we feel that all the more. Maybe we'd like to just be free from the daily grind. It can be hard going sometimes or if you deal with pain, Lord, give me freedom from these health issues, we may pray. Perhaps I'd just like to do what I want. Freedom from the expectations, the demands that others put on me. Free from discrimination and judgment. How would you answer? How would you answer that question? In 1 Corinthians chapter nine, some of the beautiful words in Scripture. Paul says, though I am free and I belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. Paul knew that he was a free man. His backpack was well and truly stamped on the back that everyone could see, free. He'd spent time in prison, yes, but what he's referring to here is a freedom that no human can grant. Paul, as you may remember, persecuted Christians. And I can't quite imagine uh, you know, what that meant for what the load that he carried when he met uh, the risen Christ uh, on his journey. However, he knew sure freedom. And his action then was to respond specifically for the sake of the gospel, of the good news which sets all people eternally free. Though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. I have become all things to all people. Now, I'm sure my backpack is not big enough to carry that. I've become all things to all people. Wow. So that by... All possible means I might save some. I do all of this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessing. For Paul, it is Christ and the good news of his sacrifice on the cross, the gospel, which alone can truly set people free. So I reckon I need to pack in my backpack That good news, the good news Bible I'm going to pack in my backpack and it fits very beautifully because that good news Bible is going to point me to the one who both carries this and goes to this place of the cross in order to win for you and for me true freedom. It's amazing, isn't it? Set free for life, eternal, eternal gift. So, what does Paul do? He does whatever it takes to bring freedom. Because I think, as we, if we stop for a moment and think, uh, if I'm a person of faith, I believe in Jesus and his gifts, and maybe that happens for us uh, here at the, at the font with some water and God's word, that we have been set free. That's the reality. All of the blessings of the Christmas time that you've just celebrated and what's lying ahead with the cross of Good Friday and the sure resurrection from the dead of Easter Day is all there given to us, perhaps as little kids, in baptism. And in that time of baptism, we sometimes say, your name is written in God's book of life, set free. You and me. What does it mean? I mean Jesus says this, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. That is you and me. So how will we use that freedom? What will we do? A long time ago five centuries ago, Martin Luther had a crack at answering that one in some way. He wrote a little document called On the Freedom of a Christian. Luther says that it a person who has had a small taste, and this is what I, I love the image of the font, a sprinkle, Luther says, a sprinkle of faith knows what a life-giving force it is. Do you know that life-giving force? A Christian is, perfectly free, is a perfectly free lord of all, he goes on to say, subject to none. Don't let anyone bang you over the head and say you're not good enough. You are And in Christ, you always will be. But what that gives us is the opportunity to be who we are. A Christian is a perfectly dutiful servant of all and subject to all, Luther says. I think Luther knows something of this same freedom that Paul is speaking to us today on in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. What does it mean for you? What does it mean for me? What does it mean for us together? We're coming to another change time in our lives, at St Paul's for example, as our Project B building project, I'm sure it will happen, even though we're going to have morning tea over here again, it will happen very soon, and it will bring some changes for us again. What lies ahead of you in 2024, and what do you need in your backpack? What are you prepared to do in order to grow? in your faith? We're going to uh, hold some Bible studies during Lent and primarily with the young adults down at Station Street but we'll all be invited along to those. Um, Is this a season for you to grow in your faith in the study of Scripture? Perhaps the question comes, are you prepared a little Mandela-like to give up the desire for revenge if you have a difference with someone in order to forgive, if that's what's needed? Are you prepared to put yourselves in the shoes of others this year, those who disagree uh, with you? And are you prepared to do that for the sake of the Gospel, for the sake of people who don't yet know Jesus and his sacrifice of life for them? Are you prepared, and we, this is, I'm not saying that we're you know, being set up here to be personal saviours, we're not. Jesus is, but he calls us together in community in that space to give up personal freedom in order to do all that it takes to bring the good news of Jesus to those you love. How might you be able to serve this year? And I know, for example, as the kids are with us today, we'd welcome more people being involved in our kids' ministries. Receiving and learning and growing and exercising our faith is not a simplistic thing, I'm not saying that at all. In fact, it can sometimes be a long and hard walk to full freedom. But how rewarding is it, dear friends, in walking with Jesus and walking with one another? Are you ready to start out 2024 with the challenges that lie ahead. Are you ready to have your backpacks ready with the gospel to go and stepping out in faith to serve as you discern that God is calling you to do so? I'm here to tell you good news because of Jesus and with his presence for you, you can answer with hand on heart yes and look forward to a journey of life uh, of life, uh, a journey of growth, I should say, in your life with Jesus, because he is surely with you, just as he promised if you were baptised um, as a little one or any time. He calls you and me, calls us together where he leads to set the world free. Here is your call, here is our challenge. The challenge, the struggle and the eternal joy and reward of the journey of strapping on our backpacks with good news, and going to the world. Amen. And the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.